Sebastian Bach. This weekend, we're going to hear the joy of Bach from Chatham Baroque with special guests, with a special focus to the concert, remembering Don Franklin. And we'll have uh, Emily Eng there. She's going to play the violin, the Bach Double Concerto with Andrew Fouts. Both Emily and Andrew are with us this morning. Good morning, you two. Thanks for coming by. Good morning. Nice Good morning, to Jim. See you. Nice to see you. Now, uh, explain. Not, I wish everyone could know Don Franklin and who he was. He was at the University of Pittsburgh, and he was a Bach scholar, contributed scholarly writing to the Bach Journal, the Bach Society, and uh, organized concerts at the Heinz Chapel over a number of years. Emily, did you know him? And did you ever have a chance to meet Don? No, unfortunately not. Andrew? Of course, um, and I had the privilege to be able to play under him and um, uh, produce concerts together that we co-planned um, with Chatham Baroque and my colleagues uh, Scott and Patty Halverson. And uh, to describe Don um, personally, besides all of his accomplishments, was that he was unassuming about all of those um, accomplishments that he had, and he was like felt like family, a paternal grandfatherly mentor figure to so many, um, and an institution, and he and Joan Franklin themselves in Pittsburgh, um, just so gracious and kind, and um, from whom I learned so much and got to play so much music here in town on his uh, Never on the Bach and the Baroque series, which was what he ran uh, when professor um, at University of Pittsburgh. But uh, thereafter, he always produced uh, an annual Bach birthday bash concert around the time of Bach's birthday, which is the um, equinox, the spring equinox, to March 21st. And we tried to get that as close as possible. And um, uh, always a, a, a pleasure to play with him. Yeah, I'm so sorry. This is a, an hour-long topic or a week-long topic, maybe, because of his great contributions. But... You are honoring his spirit in the best possible way with some Bach greatest hits, the concerto in D minor for violins. Uh, we've got the uh, C minor concerto for uh, oboe and violin, and a cantata, too. Which cantata have you chosen and why? Uh, cantata 170, uh, Ruf belebter Seelenlust. And forgive me to any German speakers, but um, it's uh, a cantata for solo alto. And when planning this concert, we wanted to bring together personnel um, and music that was uh, reflective of our relationship with Don and so people that knew him. And one of his favorite uh, mezzo-sopranos to work with is our soloist, Kristen Dubenian-Smith, um, uh, whom I first heard singing on the Bach and the Broken series back in 2008 when I first moved to town, and uh, who sang on the last concert we did with Don Franklin of um, uh, the Bach Birthday Bash. And it's uh, just this incredibly reflective uh, text about um, approaching uh, death and um, with uh, grace and faith and um, and it's just absolutely beautiful <laughs> and uh, a nice chamber size ensemble um, and being a solo cantata that works well for Chatham Baroque as well. You'll be performing it in the perfect setting which is a church setting in the east end of Pittsburgh. You don't always go there, but you do go there a lot. Calvary, we do Episcopal go there church. a lot. Yes, um, we're ensemble and residents at Calvary and play a lot of their services, and they're so gracious in opening up their beautiful space. Um, Calvary Episcopal Church, if you don't know it, is uh, just this amazingly awe-inspiring space, um, perfect for this concert. Um, 
uh, just down the road from where we often, from Don Franklin's church, Church of the Redeemer, um, where we often played these uh, Bach and the Baroque concerts. Easily um, found with GPS and parking is free. <laughs> yes. 315 Shady Avenue, parking is free, nice size lot. <laughs> All right. We'll look and plenty to of um, accommodations and facilities for guests. Saturday and night and Sunday afternoon, 2.30. Mm-hmm. Saturday evening at 7.30? Saturday, 7.30. Um, Sunday at 2.30. Chatham Baroque and And I want to mention a pre-concert talk, 6.15, excuse me. Saturday only, though. Saturday only, uh, given by Mark Peters, uh, a musicologist um, in Illinois who uh, came forward when he heard about this concert offering to give a pre-concert talk and traveling to see this program. Um, So we're uh, just a testament to... uh, how special Don is, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Okay, we're going to hear some of the music from your program in just a moment. But, Emily, what are you joining Andrew Fouts in performing? You're doing the Bach double. Uh, yes, I'm thrilled to be playing the Bach double with Andrew. It's uh, At least the first movement is is something that I teach weekly to children and to adult students. And, you know, the nature of it is it's just such a wonderful dialogue between players, between musicians, so whether it's teacher and student or colleagues or between friends, it's so much fun to play. It gives me chills every time. Um, And it's really enjoyable to listen to. Did either of you learn it using the Suzuki method? It's often a Suzuki first thing. Second violin is last piece in book four. You know it, for sure. <laughs> did you do any Suzuki method as a kid? I did. I, well, I, I went through all of the books. Yeah, uh-huh. not the method, but um, my teacher, uh, Margaret Heilbrunn <laughs> from the Sacramento Symphony, uh, used the books because they are such a brilliant um, progression of, and such great selections of music that, um, of course, we all return to. Um, particularly a lot from the Baroque. <laughs> you brought a recording of the Bach double. Which recording and why? Emily? <laughs> well, we brought um, my favorite recording, or one that I cer- certainly um, came to know the piece very well, particularly period performance, you know, on, on gut strings and Baroque instruments, uh, with Andrew Manzi and Rachel Podger, whom I've never met either. Well, briefly, I've, and I've seen perform, but um, uh, Emily has had the opportunity to play with and work with Rachel um, in the past, so it's special, and it's also a recording you know well. It is, and... Um one thing that I remember Rachel speaking to was the nature of gut strings and that, you know, the difference, one of the differences being our approach and that, you know, when you're walking on concrete, we have a, the, the feeling of that is a little bit more akin to playing on steel strings. When you're playing on gut strings, she related it to walking on sand. And so it's wonderful to dis- rediscover these pieces. With um, your shoes off. Like sandals. <laughs> you know, teaching them in a more Suzuki context versus um, approaching them with period instruments. A very different way of playing. Let's check it out. Johann Sebastian Bach and the double concerto that you'll hear Chatham Baroque play in the Joy of Bach this weekend. That was the Academy of Ancient Music and Andrew Mansi. And the soloists were Andrew and Rachel Podger. And you said you've met them? I've met Rachel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was your personal choice. So does it represent your thinking of and what the kind of approach we might hear this weekend? Yes. Yes, no? I would say it's it's just so joyful, uh-huh. and um, you know this is a bit of a reunion for Andrew and I, Andrew Fouts and I, um, 
our musical relationship spans 30 years? It's not right. Three decades? Long, no. But nearing, nearing. approaching. Yes, we met as uh, music students at a summer festival and um, played, have played together in many, many contexts since, usually self-produced. Yes. And um, I haven't had the opportunity to welcome Emily to Pittsburgh before, but such a treat to see her. It's been nine years. Wow. <laughs> so, yes, joyful music, uh, reunion. And how was the music that we just heard, the recording, different than what Joshua Bell might have done with it, for example? Well, and it reflects, uh, we chose this because uh, it's by some of our uh, gods of Baroque violin, Andrew Manzi and Rachel Potter, that we um, came to know performance practice as violinists through. Um, and uh, just playing on gut strings and historic instruments, um, which feels uh, and functions a, a fair bit different than a modern instrument. To produce the sound with an organic material like gut just takes a little bit. Um, a different type of articulation and the bow and so they're playing uh, this and they're just um, iconic performers of um, the violin on gut strings. Now we got to hear a little bit of the Bach oboe and uh, the, the concerto in D minor that you'll you'll be playing, uh, C minor concerto, yes? Yes. And um, we're going to hear that in just a moment. You were going to say? Oh yeah, the C minor concerto uh, constructed from the harpsichord concerto um, that he had written previously um, with a oboist, Catherine Montoya, who has Pittsburgh family connections. Um, just also another iconic Bach uh, Vivaldi in a Vivaldi kind of format style, thrilling. Um, uh, Bach letting his hair down because of course he composed a lot of uh, uh, sacred music for a church context but he also composed uh, a lot of ch uh, chamber music and um, orchestral music suites and the Brandenburg concertos and whatnot and um, a lot of these were composed for the context of a coffee house where people would get together um, and uh, drink coffee which was quite exotic um, and at the time and social and formal um, but also Concerts took place there. Concerts took place there. Amazing. And it was a social uh, place to um, share in musical ideas and to um, a context for composing new music, and we're so grateful. <laughs> the voice of Andrew Fouts, violin of the Chatham Baroque Ensemble, the Joy of Bach concert, is this weekend at the Calvary Episcopal Church in memory of Emily Norman Davidson and... Don Franklin. Don Franklin. So with a whole with 12 uh, musicians on stage. Um, which is large for us, and that's going to be nice to be able to have good, strong force to fill the space of Calvary Episcopal Church. Emily Eng from Toronto, visiting Pittsburgh. You also play the viola. Where do you have a chance to play the viola? Uh, I'm an extra musician with um, many groups around town, the Toronto Symphony. I also play occasionally in Detroit Symphony, um, and the opera and ballet in Toronto, and Tough Music, Broke Orchestra. Have you been to Detroit for Yonder Benjamini? He was just with us a week or so ago. He's the I music director. I saw that. I am looking forward to joining uh, DSO in June, where he'll be conducting. Good. So we'll yeah. look forward to a report down the <laughs> road. And had you worked with uh, Jean Lamone and Tafel Music at all, since yes. she has focused, had focused much of her career in Toronto. It's such a shame that she's gone. I can't believe it mm. after so many recordings. We hear her on the radio all the time. Uh, Jean was my primary teacher of, of Baroque violin and um, a big inspiration and, and mentor. Andrew and I met actually at the, well, no, we met at Quartet met Program again. at Bucknell. We met again at the Taft Music Broke Summer Institute um, in Toronto where Jean was at the helm. 
So if you wanted to explain to somebody what Jean Lamont was like, what would you say? What was the center of Jean Lamont's thinking or her personality? Or Somebody says, what was Jean like? What would you say? Oh, she was a force. Um, a, a true leader in all the ways you admire leadership and, and direction, artistic leadership, um, community leadership, um, yeah, both as an artist and an educator, teacher, musician. She embodied so many roles. Um, and I think for generations to come, we'll, we'll look to her as, as inspiration. And as a woman conductor, she was way ahead of the pack before yes. the spotlight has swung around to women, which it seems to be doing now. Jean was out there doing it for decades. Yeah, so inspiring. Well, we'll look forward to hearing your inspiration and Bach this weekend. We're down to our last couple of minutes. What else should we say about this concert this weekend? We want everyone to come. Repeat, someone may have just turned on the radio. It's Chatter Baroque and the Joy of Bach this weekend at Calvary Episcopal Church. Two chances to catch the concert, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. What else should we add? Oh, just thrilling music, um, uh, orchestral music, the two concertos where you know Bach is showing off um, the virtuosity of the instruments he's writing for and creating this wonderful dialogue between um, the two violins and with the backup band. Um, we have a wonderful uh, parlay of instruments, 12 people coming and joining us. And one of the more beautiful um, cantatas for solo alto, among his, um, my favorite, um, texts and um, settings of text by Bach, um, but with the wonderful mezzo-soprano Kristen Dubenian Smith. Um, just reflective, thrilling, going through the whole gamut of emotions. Um, and I'm sure, come and you'll love it. And will we have a chance to meet your guests, Emily Eng and company? Yes, we'll have a reception after both concerts. We've ordered the Bach uh, the, uh, the cake and <laughs> uh, a, a beverage. And please join us. We hope you come, and um, and we'd love to meet you there after the concert. And, Absolutely. Uh, talk Wonderful. to you about the music and our love for it. Emily, you're our guest. You have the last word. Anything else you'd like to add so that folks join you? There's a lot going on this weekend. Pittsburgh's a music city, so there's a lot happening. You've got the Westmoreland Symphony and Daniel Meyer doing a Beethoven Mass in Greensburg, 45 minutes from where you are. The Pittsburgh Symphony this weekend. But Chatham Baroque and the joy of Bach. Why is Bach such a joy for musicians? Oh, oh. I I'm big smile on my face here. Um, it's just a conversation, and it it spans all of the emotions that we experience as human beings. And I think you said it earlier off air um, that every, so many musicians have such a personal relationship with Bach because they grew up studying um, the instrumental works of Bach and listening to it, and it's just a part of our um, our vernacular and our language. We celebrate. Yeah. yeah, he's the alpha and omega of playing violin for me as far as I'm concerned. So great to meet you, Emily. Likewise. Thanks for getting up early and coming by this morning. Andrew Fouts, always a joy to see you. Please tell your colleagues we're looking forward to their concert this weekend. We broadcast them routinely on Friday nights in the Performance in Pittsburgh series. Chatham Baroque and WQED-FM, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary. What anniversary year is it for you? We've started with you on, on year one. Uh, yeah, you did, and been through... Um, the whole tenure, which is the uh, 32nd season next. Yeah. Congratulations to Since you for 32 years. It's remarkable. 
Good luck this weekend. Thank Bye-bye. you so much, Tim.